Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, welcome back. It is Pitcast and Absurd. The combined broadcast, Denny, has the uh, program in any way, shape, or form let you and your expectations down? Well, it's a, it's a hell of a lot cleaner than I'm usually used to. Um, but, I, you know, I, the, the chance, like I said earlier, to sit with Damon and, and Justin and Chad is, is, is timeless. You know, to get those four, those three in a room uh, with myself, um, as soon as, like I said, Justin Brayton invited me to come do this, I, I was on it in a second. And then... You know, you can always tell race stories are fun, but, you know, the chaos stories of I've always kind of ex experienced my life is kind of half of what my show is about and what I kind of I'd like to do. And that's why I had to have these two guys here, you know, two of my best friends who uh, we burned up down a few hotel rooms in our day. And um, so it's been it's been good. I've enjoyed it. I, I hope we can do this again sometime. Two hours is a little long, I have to admit. I run out of things to talk about, which is shocking because I talk all the time. But. Uh, it's great. I, I'm really happy. It, it sucks. It's raining. I hope uh, I know it's, it's, it's a lot of money's been put in this, a lot of time and effort. Um, I didn't realize it rained as well last year. Um, so let's hope. Uh, let's let's hope for pray for some dry weather. Is it still raining outside? I I feel like I've been here since Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be raining, but I don't think Tony Link cares because Tony put, Link will make it happen. That's what everybody says. He makes it happen. Like I had some people ask me, you know, at the beginning of the year, they're like, you know, we want to come to your series, tell us. I'm like, well. Wink's race will rain. It's going to rain, and then it'll be the best track you've ever rode. There'll be ruts everywhere. It'll be awesome. The track looked amazing today. Wink makes it happen. Somehow, like, he has dealt with the worst cards ever. Every every little Lettling qualifier I've been to at Riverside Raceway, it's rained. Everything. Hence the name. And, and, and he, uh, <laughs> he makes it happen. I mean, how good, it how happen. good was the track today, B? Yeah, I went and spun a couple laps. It was yeah, awesome, man. backflips. You went out there and did some motos. <laughs> yeah. Sweated yeah. out the – the night yeah motos were the hard is it's where i originated so uh backflips pay the bills but um yeah no so i brought my motorbike along in my uh, storm lake honda at that and um yeah I, I liked it man you had to coming out from out west i'm from reno nevada and california so hard pack stuff so it's it's cool i really like the challenge of you, you really got to search for lines and be creative to find some the better way around the track so it's it i thought it was fun so i look forward to uh, getting muddy tomorrow and uh Seeing if I can uh, even finish the dang race. What class are you planning racing? I don't know. What are the options? <laughs> <laughs> nah, thirty plus. Yeah, that's an, that's your answer for everything. Isn't it? <laughs> whatever, whatever. Reisenberg races. I, I can see a moto going down. Yeah, I'm in, Reisenberg I'm versus Bob Price sure. versus Beaton. Yeah, I like that. Wait, where's Bob? Hey, is uh, where is, is Hussenberg in here? Hussenberg's still here. Hussenberg's gone. Yeah. Left. Well, I guess everyone's leaving us. Well, you guys better pick up the show. I mean, we're, we are pretty boring. Yeah. You were good today. Here, yeah. I'm glad. Go to well, I actually wanted to hear a lot more by Swab earlier. He, like, he has so many good stories. He was quiet. Gosh, quiet. he was pretty quiet. He was very quiet. I was quiet. trying to pass him a few beers privately. Yeah. I, saw you know, I don't even did. know if we're supposed to have beers in here. No. But uh, <laughs> I don't think we are. But uh, 
I was trying to secretly pass swap a few beers and be like, come on, swap, start talking. I've heard some of these good stories. Yeah. You know, I know his wife and daughters are over there, but still he had to have it. He has one. Justin was trying to get him to tell, to do so. I'm like, where do you want to go more with this? And he's like, when we're off air, I go, let's, he's like, let's get swap to tell more. I'm like, well, if we could just get him to loosen up a little bit, a little bit, he was like a little tight. Years. Like two he, years. I think he was just, did you see him the way he got out of his chair? I mean, he rode all day long. I mean, his hair is so long. He's a, he's, he's a bearded, trying to catch up to my dad. He's a bearded man. Yeah, he's, uh, no. but I'm glad he came awesome, and uh, though, he, he, he loves motocross like me. Like I, I love motocross, but I hate the riding aspect, Yeah, but he same. had so much fun today. Like I said, he jumped on his daughter's bike, mini bike at one time and took down a few laps. Yeah. If he could yeah. get in the class, we were sitting there and there's people coming up there like, Hey, can you test our bike? And it was like already raining and swaps like, yeah, I can go out there. I'll test this. He's like, man, I can't, I can't move, but I guess I'll go out. He's like, Oh, I guess. So he's like on some beta, like. Oh, he was out there or whatever the heck these things are. I don't know. And he's out testing this like beta, beta whatever they are. And anybody and, uh, at like three o'clock while it's raining. It was dumb. I, I texted him. That's where he was. I texted him saying, Hey, we got food. Get your butt over here. Two hours later, he's like, Where? I'm like, dude, we're on the way to pull position. He's like, I was <laughs> I was doing motos. I think he rode six different bikes today. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, pretty that, badass. Swap's awesome. Considered neither Legend. one of us were out there. Legend. I just love that story of where you took him out. And then you just tell the Des Moines, Iowa crowd to kiss your ass. Like, who does that these days? Well, you know, and here's a good story for everyone. My sponsor wasn't very happy. Uh, tell us about, fans were happy. Hey, hey, tell us about when you got fired from uh, talking, talking on the, uh, the, the analyst, the analyst for Supercross. Uh, ESPN. What well, I did what Supercross announcing in 06. Yes. Yes. So you get I fired. Did. You get fired. Jeff Emick steals your job. Yeah, and, I, and I'm Jeff, like best friends with Jeff. Steals so, your job. And I call him like, what the? And, and you like, send a, a group email out. It was an accident. Before I, email was even. I, it was, popular, I didn't realize. So many somehow Denny knows how to send a group email in 2000. It was not a group. It was like, it used to be said a group thread. It was group email. And I had gone out and had a couple beers after that. Margarita was around Thanksgiving. And uh, I proceeded to tell. <laughs> this is a good one. I was just, I was like, man, I, you know, I, I just wanted to thank my really good friend, best friend out there, Jeff Emig, you know, and, uh, you know, I put a lot of hard work in there or something. And then, I, you know, if you feel like a stuttering idiot, it's, it's the man for you, then you got the job. <laughs> and Davey Coops <laughs> proceeded to like almost print the email on Racerhead one day because that's just Davey style. <laughs> and I mean, it was not very nice, but, you know, we grew so you up. You said it to Davey too. No, I didn't say it to Davey. Mm. No, when I. How, how does Davey get a hold of this email? <laughs> He was on the thread. Oh, okay. That's yeah, what I was so saying. That, that's yeah. even worse. Never put, but, but tell never us put about the, the Art Ekman or the Larry Myers. Like, didn't they call you out on Motor Art Ekman like called me out after he didn't stop and said it was completely unprofessional. He should be fined $10,000. He should be, he should be uh, suspended from the sport. And, uh, and that's when he was doing uh, like Motor World, I think. And so I wrote a letter to Cycling. It was Dear Art. <laughs> uh, you know, and I explained what I explained earlier, you know, by, by when I broke my hand and I broke my leg. And, uh, and until you get your old ass out from behind that desk, you should just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> and then later, uh, I still later, alive. Years yeah. I ran into late years later, I ran into Art. Uh, he Jim and Jim Holly walked into a strip club in Atlanta that we were in, and me and Art hashed it out over some beers and some strippers. <laughs> nice, nice. That's a good story. If I can interrupt, but the question I think a lot of folks out here maybe want to ask or in our in our audience is um, most of your stories surrounding. Um, Beer, margaritas, and strippers? I don't drink beer. <laughs> you don't drink beer? No. But it does. 90s were a good time. I mean, we were very blessed to be able to, uh, to have a, a season and a career. And we, you know, invented freestyle with Krusty, not me personally, but the, 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 
producers and the directors and, uh, you know, from Fro to MC to Rhino to Phil Lawrence to, uh, you know, to Swap to myself, to Budman. Um, we did it the way we wanted to do it. We had fun doing it. Um, I'm a firm believer in making every moment the best moment. You know, that's why I think I'd love you guys so much. Uh, you know, you fucking cheated, stinking <laughs> cheated death, you know, and uh, uh, you are still touring at 39. And every time you know, you're on a group, they're sending pictures, you're out fishing, you're out uh, everywhere you go, you make the best of it, you know, whether you're running a 125 up to the top of the stairs. But that's how I ran my career. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like uh, the memories I have, and I, you know, even going overseas, I always tell you about go overseas, if you got a chance, go, because the memory of that's going to make way more than what you missed at home or something, you know, so I, I've always lived that and, and we were lucky to have an era of the 90s to be able to do that, where we weren't robots. Obviously, I wasn't thanking tires all the time on a, on a, on a podium speech. And uh, we were just very blessed with a, a very unique situation and a, an explosion of of timing with, uh, you know, with the, the crusties and then all the, the, the terra firma. 95%. Yeah, I mean, you could say anything. I mean, we were literally drinking beers, um, braiding pit bikes with Budman and Fro and MCs, you know, at, at pit and hoe parties and just living the time of our lives. And I'm not saying that the guys aren't today by winning, but they're getting, it seems like they're just really just out riding a bike, you know, which is great. I mean, if that's what, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's fantastic. And, uh, but I think some, they're not always, I don't think they're always capitalizing to join the moments that sometimes are passing by. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think Justin would tell us like, uh, firsthand, like coming, going, getting to travel to different countries and race your dirt bike and be a star. And, you know, Justin is one of the best, ever you know of any of the whole the, all the eras of going to different countries and racing and being and winning, successful and, and killing winning, yeah and winning. Larry Ward he's, was a really good at that he's won well. I, don't, I don't know if he was won the overall paris but i know he's won knights i know he's won bercy and you know all that uh and that's hard to do in australia and that's really hard times to do. he killed it in geneva you know and uh, i bet you justin would tell you probably some of his best times are going to overseas and and living life and and taking everything that you can and and enjoying the experience and Absolutely. it's so easy to get sucked into like you know like for a while when i was starting to do a little bit better you know like and i'd come to you for a lot for opinions you know and it'd be like well hey this uh this country will fly us over for you know maybe like a few thousand start money whatever but i don't really want to leave the usa or whatever you know and it's easy to kind of get sucked in but then you take a step back and you're like you know what why in the heck am I not jumping on all of these opportunities? Screw the USA. Screw. Go. Don't say that. No, but you know what I mean. Like, well, no, did they screw the USA? He didn't mean that. No, but you want to put go, 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 on vacation yeah. and go experience the world and experience it yeah. and race. How many other times? Other opportunities you, know, you get to do that? Yeah. It's, it's a cool thing, and and for Justin to be so successful. As he's been and come back know, those big monster cups, which you know are cool. We all think dude, are cool as hell. Well, I'd, I'd be like the check. Yeah, I'd like the check. Well, you got you got to go to South Africa. Uh, we've talked about this as well. Brayton's over here talking about hundreds of thousands. I'm like, man, what I is he talking about? He, he started off with a million. Like we I all, made ten thousand. Chad and Damon looked at him like, what are you talking? about? I made ten thousand dollars once, and they never paid me. <laughs> they <laughs> were, I made ten thousand. We go to the strip club in Vegas that next week. And we, we spend all our money. I'm like, it don't matter. I'm getting my $10,000 from Africa this week. Like, they're sending it, right? You it got second. and got ten, made 10 grand. It never shows never up. Never sends it. Never shows up. So Thank you, Monster. Don't spend all your money at one place. That, yeah. that, that's a, that's Spread a it around a little right. bit. That is a true story. Yeah. yeah. All right.
Fellas, we are sadly up against the clock. We're going to come back and finish up uh, the second hour of Justin Braden. And a big shout out to all of our guests today, uh, but uh, even more so to uh, to those folks that have sat here and listened and that tune in every single week to the Absurd After Party, Devo's uh, Absurd After Party podcast. You can look for that online. Do you want to thank Dan, uh, your producer, and um, his yeah, assistant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Dan, really it's appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, and thanks again for your service to our country. God bless you. That's uh, Jeff Schultz here. The Jeffrey, I never had a chance to thank him for the four fifties and those six oh seven. That was fa fantastic. Did you thank Riesenberg for your party lessons too? What? I think uh, Husenberg used to uh, give out some party lessons back in the day. He was quite. I didn't even realize what was going on. Look at Husenberg's back there. He's alive and he's hey, he's so red. Look at him. He knows. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming out. We haven't seen you in a long time. I didn't make it last night, but uh, you were here. And it's nice to see your smile. It's your talented kids right there. And uh, yeah, all of you folks for uh, for tuning in and joining us here at Pole Position Raceway. Again, a little bit of a change of uh, plans, but that has never stopped motorcycling uh, in its uh, attempt to put on a good time and a good show. We appreciate your uh, ability to uh, to join us up here. Best of the Midwest uh, continues on the weekend. And, of course, uh, the Justin Brayton shootout does the same. Do want to thank our most recent guest, Matt Byton, who is, uh, quite frankly, one of the most entertaining uh, freestylers out there. Thank you, Matt. Cody Gilmore, who says he's done racing. I don't believe it. He has more tattoos. No, Look I, at I, I convince him. I tell him not to all the time. Like, you tell him no more, no more tattoos. When you had to go to the hospital, you <laughs> broke his neck. Like no more of this stuff. All right, I dude. Like, I was like a sad <laughs> Again, thanks to all these guys. We'll come back, wrap up the hour with uh, Justin Brayton and you folks. to so stick around. You're listening to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly and Absurd After Party. Stay tuned. Back after this. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.